This is the Practicing XP podcast. Hi, I'm Akshay. And I'm Chirag. We've been practicing extreme programming for 10 years each in ThoughtWorks. In this podcast, we'll share our perspectives, our opinions and experiences while practicing XP. Thanks for tuning in. All right, cool. So, welcome to another episode of Practicing XP. uh this one is going to be about reestimation and uh, uh we again we have a few colleagues with us uh, so we'll do a quick round of introductions and then i'll introduce the topic in a little bit more detail uh so this is akshay i'm chirag hi this is amit hi i'm anirudh this is gayatri cool and uh, so the topic uh, like i mentioned is reestimation and uh so this is to do with user stories for the most part Uh, but we can talk about features or projects or you know uh, all types of estimation as well mm-hmm. uh, uh so i guess the uh, uh, the idea is that at the beginning of a project uh, uh we typically start the project with some kind of initiation so an inception or some workshop together with the clients to understand the requirements and at that point you would estimate the project uh so you would have broken it down into user stories um and and uh, you would estimate those stories based on some assumptions that you have at that point uh the question is once you start working on the stories uh, do you end up reestimating them is it valuable is it not valuable is it actually counterproductive um what have been your experiences and uh, tips that you follow on your projects to to do this well Mm-hmm. So yeah, so when we start a project, a lot of times we actually uh, look at a very high level requirements. We don't actually go into a lot of details of each and everything. So at times, what we do is uh, instead of re-estimate, uh, we might have to actually break stories. Uh, so that is something that we do, and uh, then we try to estimate things again at that particular point of time. Uh, again, estimation is mostly to actually get an idea how. how long it will take that's one thing and uh, how well we are progressing when we are actually working on a project so it's mostly around that so sorry when you say you split stories uh, so that of course because you will have uh, yeah, larger so stories in the beginning yes. and so you might end up splitting but do you mean that while splitting them the uh, the combined estimate might increase is that yes yeah. usually it increases actually um true so what i was thinking of was uh, yes so we also usually do this that we either either break up the stories or rarely we also combine the stories and we reestimate but i was thinking do we need to do that because the so the two variables that we are playing with is the estimates and the velocity the other thing that we could do is we could just leave the estimates as is and just say that well initially we thought that our velocity would be x but it's not actually x it's x minus whatever 1 2 or 3 uh and we can tackle the same thing uh the same way because eventually what we're trying to do is we're trying to understand what is our uh, deadline if uh, or what is our go live date do we need to push it or are we still on track um uh, more or less yeah so uh one thing i'd like to um 
say is that ideally we want to keep the go live date the fix uh, as a yeah. fixed date uh, in XP. You want to freeze time, mm. uh, and and so then the question is just slightly different. That given this is our our mm. uh, date when we are going live, the next time, then uh, how much will can go into it, mm. and thus you can then say what should what is the highest priority that you want to then put in it. Uh, the other thing is, I, I think you're you're onto something that there are these two things you can play with. That you know, what is the what is the estimate, which is what is the size of mm. each of the things that we have to get done, and velocity, which is how fast is uh, yeah. you know are are we able to get things done? And um, one inherently. Uh, you know changes which is how fast you can go change it can change based mm -hmm. on who's in the team what uh, what are the skills what are their exposures uh, it can change based on other things in the environment meaning are you dependent on some some mm -hmm. other team what are the uh, interaction points between this and that, that team and mm. uh, it could be about environments and you know maybe waiting for some environments to be ready so one thing is very volatile and very hard to guess mm. the other thing is much easier to mm. to be confident about as to what is the size of it uh, so estimates is then about sizes of things and so mm, you need not reestimate if you're confident of the sizes mm. Uh, that you've come up with initially and so that's the question uh, is have we been able to do that with enough confidence to say that these sizes should not change so uh, one thing which i have noticed is uh, if you re-estimate it's not necessarily pushing the deadline out um, so the time that was taken to develop the story might still have been the same like say if a pair of devs promised to deliver it in two days uh, and they estimated it to be a two-pointer it might still be delivered in two days, but they just felt like the amount of effort that's put in, in terms of the complexity of the story, that was more. So it might not influence the deadline, you know, just being pushed out or something overall. But it's just that they want to re-estimate saying that, hey, we anticipated that the amount of work that needs to go in would be a two-pointer. But on the back of us completing it or now that we've gotten to it midway, we feel it might need to be put in as a three-pointer. So that's one way of, uh, you know, how the story estimates change. But uh, that being said, no, like, but, but mm -hmm. why why is it changing? Because you found uh, you've discovered new scope, or because you've discovered that you are going slower than you expected to go. So because uh, both are different questions. Yes, they, they should be accounted for differently. Agreed. So uh, in terms of the scope having changed midway, then that uh, I mean at least the day um, the way I would deal with it is. Let that story be as is. The new scope increase, whatever it is, that can be branched out into a completely new story. So that's how you avoid re-estimating rather than trying to cram it into the same story and then give a higher estimate. So if you feel that somewhere midway the scope is increased, then just, you know, the BA puts it out as a separate story and then you estimate mm -hmm. that on its own. Mm -hmm. And uh, the other thing which might influence is, like, uh, as the name says, it's an estimate, not something that's very accurate. But we are just saying that based on the information that we have, we are doing it. So ideally, if there was a factor of unknown, then the spike should have taken care of it. Like when you're getting into something, that's the reason we have the spike. And then that should probably put you in the right path saying that, okay, this is based on what you have. So then it's a case of tracing it back to the spike having not been done the right way. And that's the reason maybe the estimates could change. 
No, but that's uh, th- that's so. So one one case is that you've discovered some new scope. Hmm. You're saying when you've discovered new scope, you ideally want to keep ke- uh, create a separate story right. for it. Uh, one reason why you want to do it is um, is for simplicity that you know, isko reestimate karna and etc. is effort versus. But I think the bigger reason to keep it as a separate story is that then it can be independently prioritized. Someone could say, oh, maybe it's not high priority. Maybe we can do it next release or or yeah. next iteration or never do it. In fact, as well. So so one is you want to, if possible, carve it out as a separate story because then it can be independently prioritized from this piece of work. But but that's a simpler case when when you can establish that this is new scope. But what if the scope hasn't changed? But but now for some reason. It takes longer to do now. Is that a reason to re-estimate, or should we just um, should that be accounted for uh, the velocity of the team in the velocity of the team in the velocity 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 yeah okay and um, oftentimes it ha- it so happens that the person who's out there it's probably like you know a couple of devs not the entire dev team that's estimating along with the BA who's listed out the stories and all. So there needs to be a common consensus. Uh, I mean, at the team level, maybe there are some junior people who feel that the estimates are higher or something like that. But overall, I think whoever is in participating in the IPMs estimating those stories, they need to be aware of what the team's capacity is, and then you estimate according to that. So that kind of uh, brings down this whole need to re-estimate. In some of the projects, actually, what we have done is we have just actually gone at with just three sizes, small, medium, and large, mm-hmm. and that has actually worked well for us in some cases. Uh, essentially, you don't actually put a lot of time and effort in actually estimating things. You just do us three t- uh, t-shirt sizes, small, medium, and large, and uh, you just categorize stories over there. There might be some variations while executing stories, but I think uh, things pretty well actually fall in line. Yeah. And most of the times, even with small, medium, large, large is only an indication that you have to break the, those stories further. So essentially, you are just working with two sizes, small and medium. Mm. Uh, same size. Yeah, little bit of variation. That's all. Uh, but uh, I mean, they are still double of each other. So there is variation, enough variation yeah, between yeah. a small and a medium. Yeah. So you you say that yes, obviously a medium is a little bit bigger than small, <laughs> but might not be a double, but okay. s- still a bigger one uh, than mm, small. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but but that doesn't actually impact anything because you still uh, can achieve the velocity the same way. It's just yeah. that your T size is just restricted to two or three. Yeah. So how does it help? I mean, I, I think you're onto something. That small number of sizes, small mm-hmm. number of options to choose from when you're estimating helps. Can you can? So you don't have to apply a lot of brain and effort in doing that thing. You can just categorize stories into. S- these are looking very small. Let's keep it small. These are looking relatively little bit bigger. Uh, so make it medium. And if you know there are some certain things that are very big, let's categorize that large so that we can split them further uh, whenever required. Right. So one benefit is that it becomes easier yes, to estimate. Yes, very easy actually. The other other benefit uh, uh, is I think what you're referring to is that it f- forces you to yeah. find smaller. Yes. Uh, I mean, carve out smaller stories. Yes. Because the number of sizes are low, right? Uh, and you start with a small enough thing, then small, medium, large. Anything that is larger than large, you will be forced to split it and and small. And so that is that yes. creates more clarity yes. about what needs to be done in that large story. Yes, mm-hmm. and yeah, typically you don't even need to fight with people that why it is a two and not a three and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. 
exactly it, it forces you to do the relative sizing uh because if you're thinking of a number uh it's very easy to get influenced by the sheer amount of tasks that is involved and and you yeah, so you try to get to a number we all, we do convert that to a number eventually to to get yeah. a velocity and stuff like that so like a small can be a 3 and medium can be a 5 yeah uh just to get the velocity right that's all yep. uh, but otherwise you don't and when you're numbers. estimating you are still just comparing it to some other story yeah so small medium and large it's it's uh, it's not a number and when you see a number you inherently associate it with certain size and then you get influenced by yeah, yeah. the story and the number the thing about numbers is that um, uh, it's easy to also associate then with number of days yes uh, like like uh, gayatri uh, when when you were taking an example also you were you were saying 2 points 2 days so it's it's very uh, tempting for people to find what is the conversion uh you know between between the points and the days if if you if the teams used to referring to the estimates in those numeric terms one hai ya two hai ya five hai to to uh, you you also have the tendency to say okay what is the conversion uh, and and that conversion isn't useful often it it actually is counterproductive because it puts pressure here you know every two pointer should get done in in two and a half days or three days or so even from that perspective using labels and relatively sizing your stories is better true so uh yeah i was just wondering what your experience has been on projects uh are there hindrances to working in this fashion uh are there opposing views um that you faced on projects uh, and how have you tackled those because uh, it's uh, it takes some level of maturity to understand the difference between how big something is versus how fast we can go and estimate uh, in as a word in itself uh, has connotations of when will this get done uh, rather than how big is it uh, so uh, so any experiences around that might be useful so i think sizes yes initially you actually uh, might go wrong uh, because what you sometimes say is a small might not be a small it might be a medium or a large uh, so because there are initially you have unknown so that 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 that's the reason you might actually go wrong uh, but over the period of time if you are actually worked on a project for some time uh, you kind of like always know that this kind of thing can take this much time or uh, because i have done some similar small stories in this much time i know this is probably a, again a small or if it is a looking very bigger i can say that it is a medium or a larger depending on that so over the period of time time you learn actually uh, and you actually basically make it perfect actually yeah i also think it's a it's a bit easier said than done because when you are in the inception or discovery uh, you you don't know all the details think and even if you know all the details things change it's it's still the same feature still the same stories but the details have changed and hence the hence you may need to reestimate uh, but again uh, i think it it goes back to the same then then do you look at it as an increased scope or the scope has changed uh, maybe may not be and also over the period of time i think uh, our experience also changes if it's a new framework new libraries that you're using you get used to it 
and hence maybe what you estimated more now could be less yeah or the other way around yeah and and so the the i so so i think we are we should not shy away from the fact that uh that our understanding and and thus you know the that that something will change over a period of time about how fast how slow how yeah. com- depending on on how our understanding evolves so something's got to change the question is what should change the estimates or the velocity yeah. because but but it both if both are moving then i think both become meaningless yes. uh yeah. because they are like uh, they are, they are they end up representing the same thing in a way right if something takes longer because of that if that estimate is going to go up or or down if it's going to take smaller then what is velocity representing yeah and and vice versa true if you are if you are changing the estimates then uh, all those est- old estimates which were relatively sized then now they are completely out of reference with this these estimates or these estimates are out of reference with the other estimates and hence it becomes i i think it would become difficult to predict anything uh, at the same time though when you uh, when you say that your velocity has now decreased you usually end up having interesting conversations with the stakeholders right that why is it going low yeah yeah uh what's going wrong yeah so i would say that you change your estimates only when you see that uh, whatever initially you thought of uh, the reasons for that estimate have changed right so if the parameters to determine a small have changed then you have to change it otherwise you can stick to that same estimate then your velocity should change not, what not can you take an example i mean what what does it mean to say parameters to so determine let's say you are playing a story you said that there is <coughs> an api call right. and you're doing some yeah. thing on the back end and yeah. you're returning and, and that's a small thing for you yeah yeah and tomorrow you find out that instead of one api call you actually have to make three api calls yes, and exactly. there is encryption involved within it so so that's an example where the estimate needs to change i think yeah. uh, or or you know you have to mm. bec- bec- but it feels like a case where the scope has changed <coughs> and so i could either choose to throw away this story saying this story is not valid mm. i have a new story which maybe have the same title but now i have more more accurate details that everyone will agree with that mm. yes you know the scope has changed so that's that's a valid i think reason but but uh, but yeah if 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 it's the same broad understanding but i figure out that oh that api is down for 3 days and that's why it took me longer to to get the story done for that should i change the estimate so that's the question or, and that's just a or maybe i just took longer to figure out this tool to be able to make this uh, to be able to make this integration happen for that should we change our estimates i would say no in that case velocity t- should take care of that thing and i think most of times we do go in with these caveats right i mean even if it's taking it to the clients so uh, whatever it is at the end of the day we should be able to explain the like you know the client comes back and questions why has the velocity dropped as compared to the previous iteration we should be able to justify our actions and um if it's uh, in line with whatever the client also thinks because many times it would have come from the client whatever the change and all of it so if yeah. the client feels that he is we're not uh, actually doing things randomly there's a logic to that then uh, we should be able to justify the changes yeah i think the problem the 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 problem happens like when like gante was saying right 
um, interesting conversations li- like you put it <laughs> i think that happens because we somehow end up setting these expectations that our velocity will be x mm. as if uh, uh, as yeah and 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 we forget that velocity is the number which is the real estimate you see what i mean like yeah. like i feel uh, going back to what akshay was talking about in the in the names the vocabulary that we use makes a difference right so actually the correct vocabulary i think should be stories have sizes and those sizes should not change i don't think they need to change and they are not guesses i think they are pretty confident uh, you know rational ways in which we've mm-hmm. we we can say this story is small this story is uh, medium and so those are relative sizes of a story what is the real guess or estimate or guesstimate is how fast we are going to go that is the real guess because nobody knows who is going to be on the team how are they going to gel mm-hmm. uh, who's the client how much support we are going to get what obstacles we will hit all of those are just unknowns and based on i mean without knowing any of those we are making a guess about oh yeah maybe this team should be able to do 10 points per iteration where did that come from just out of thin air yeah. so we forget that that is the real guesswork that is happening during the planning stage and and so maybe we should call that estimated velocity very clearly and 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 then over a period of time we'll know the real value of i mean real number for our velocity which you you could look at the most recent two or three iterations four iterations whatever to to say okay this is our actual velocity from the recent past and uh, but that conversation we we don't uh, seem to be able to do clearly enough with customers and with clients and they expect you said that you will do 10 points so why are you doing 9 and so that's that's where the problem starts true it it does get messy when you have got a complex hierarchical structure where the reports are also flying out and in each and every report you are either showing whether you are meeting the target or not and with the colors red green and amber and every time there is a change uh the havoc breaks loose but i think all of that but uh, those targets are, so the team being able to say this is our target and and have we met it or not uh, the question is um, when are these targets being set so if if i am supposed to set a target for what will happen week after week for the next 6 months and i'm supposed to do it today that's one that's one case yeah. right but if i am able to set targets for okay in the next iteration is starting and so from the last two three iterations i have been able to figure out that we are uh, able to do 10 points and thus in the next iteration we we are signing up for a target of 10 points then it's fair that you know the, then yeah. the chances are that the team will meet those targets but if the targets were set 6 months ago and the team is supposed to meet those targets every single time then uh, that is just wishful thinking i feel because it's all based on guess guess work 6 months ago true I mean uh, usually these uh, reports and the targets are at a release level and uh, I think uh, what we what we sometimes fail to communicate very clearly is that uh, when you start the project it, it's all still a guesswork and 
we would know few iterations down the line that what is our estimate what is our velocity and accordingly you will have to adjust one of the two things either the scope or the release date itself uh, having said that though sometimes uh, so uh, one thing is a clear case of re-estimate is that if you did not know all the details you know, many of the times our client stakeholders also don't know the details and in that case uh, i guess what we usually do in the inception is we just do the relative sizing that if the feature x is taking that much then this will also take more or less equal amount of time because those two are similar and then later on you realize that it is not similar you get more details you start analyzing you realize there is more scope and then it's a clear indication of more scope hence you re-estimate uh, that's okay but what happens when you had the details the details have not changed but the technical approach that we thought of that itself we question when we actually get to near to the implementation so you did it in the inception and now two months down the line three months down the line again our understanding has changed a little bit and we now need to take a different technical approach and that may mean increase in our efforts what should we do in that case should we re-estimate is it an increase in scope or what should we say and this may not be for a story this may be for let's say a feature or similar stories so i yeah. don't think from the end goal perspective the scope has changed like True. whatever is the feature that is still set right yes. uh, so it's not like someone shifted the goal post mm-hmm. it's just that your approach to that has changed yeah. and then in that case probably it makes sense to have the mm-hmm. estimates revisited because mm-hmm. estimates it's all about the complexity of the story right so in that case we could mm-hmm. say that it's time for uh, changing the estimate yeah yeah exactly uh, the uh, depending on your new technical approach the complexity of the work might have gone up or down and that's what should be reflected in the size so wh- while size is about how big this is uh, uh, it is clearly a measure of implementation so it's not about how big is this from a functional standpoint but how big is this from a technical implementation standpoint or how complex is it from a technical implementation standpoint and so if your implementation has changed then obviously uh, the sms or the sizes need to reflect that yeah but i'm not sh- uh, i'm not sure if there would be examples where uh, technical implementation needs to change unless there is some type of scope change so maybe you figured out that actually you have to support more volume of data than you thought or maybe you figure out so i, I would feel that some cross functional requirement changing is what typically then would cause uh, uh, like a revisit of the uh, of the technical approach otherwise the the basic technical approach or the you know technical approach that you came up with earlier should still work uh, so it's only so i would ask i would be suspicious and and dig deeper to s- to really figure out what changed because something has had yeah. had changed unless we did a shabby job yeah. or coming up with an approach without validating it which won't happen right mm. so true uh, do you have an example yes where, where yes i yeah. do so on uh, on my last project um so there were uh, we had some my set of micro principles and macro principles given to us by the technical stakeholders of our client uh when we were in the inception uh nobody was very clear about what it means and how should we approach it and there were different interpretations of the same and we had a very big confluence document actually 
but still it was open to interpretation uh, we could we tried our best and uh, we took the uh, we took whatever we can from it and we came up with one approach mm. later on though when you actually get to implement it and uh, there were a couple of months gone in between the uh, we had wider uh, communication and uh, we had all hands on our account as well and we came up with uh, what it exactly means and it that also got refined right uh, a lot of it uh, was changed few of it were deleted few new were added uh, and somehow we had to adhere to that particular right uh, set of principles on uh, and hence and and so that yeah. so does sound like to me an example of uh, of a cross functional requirement it is a cross functional requirement that this system should adhere to architectural principles that are common across the company exactly. that is a cross functional requirement because you know that's how architects will make sense of all the all the other systems and so on so it's not very different then in in my opinion to uh, to to another case where i yeah i thought i had to build uh, like you know this 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 thing that showed a list of customers and only later i found out that it's not a simple list but actually uh, it's a list that has to be broken down by you know by by which city or it's a list where, where there has to be sorting or you know so if those things come in mm. then of course that is scope change even though mm. the title may still be show me a list of customers so i think it is similar that i i would argue that it is a it is, it is a, a scope change it is a scope change because cross functional requirements or our understanding of the those cross functional requirements have changed mm. shared understanding between us and the client have changed mm. has changed so true cuz we could still do it the mm. other way and it would you know it would it would still work it would work yeah but we are not supposed to do it because we are supposed to follow mm. there is this requirement that that it should follow these principles true so uh, i guess we are then saying that whenever we uh, think that it is a scope change we do reestimate or or you, you know we do what gayatri was saying as far as possible carve mm. out the 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 thing as a new new story or yes or this could so be a new scope can, so that you can mm. then prioritize it so True. for example you can say okay for the first release you know what we'll do it with the old approach mm. uh, and then changing it in the new approach is these mm. three stories and somebody in the business uh, mm. or it can come together and decide when to do it yeah right for example i mean i'm make it up but you see what i mean so 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 do, but still avoid reestimating mm. existing stories carve out your new understanding of the scope yeah. as a separate story and then get that prioritized if it's right now then right now if it's later then later mm. true so that also sends out a message saying that it wasn't something that we estimated wrongly it's just that we're having to change it because there's something new that's coming true having that conversation <laughs> yeah. with the stakeholder absolutely uh, i think on our previous project also we ended up doing the same thing because it was not only for the new stories we had to change approach in already implemented features as well right so we had to add new stories for that anyways that makes sense yeah. the business can prioritize that if it's important enough true 
So the other, uh, I mean, from my project experience, what I've noticed, the other place where, you know, the estimates vary is uh, when the teams are also distributed um, across different regions, right? So uh, a team here might feel that, okay, this is simple because you have a common IPM across both teams. So the teams here might feel that, okay, these, uh, this is small. And then there's some other team which feels that it's a medium because and the comfort level of the team, I mean, that's co-located, that's different across the different regions. Um, and so generally, even at the time of IPM, somehow, like, you know, we managed to get them on the same page asking why was this an S for you and why was it an M or like in terms of the numbers. But what I noticed was um, if there is a story and, you know, if, the, if there's a pair rotation that happens across the distributor teams, then again, the team feels the need to re-estimate, even though like at the time of IPM it was there, but still that whole thing of, okay, there's this Pune team and there's a team somewhere else. So when they actually switch, you know, pairs and then uh, take over the story, they feel that, hey, no, this is not what we thought our understanding was different and then we need to re-estimate. So that's the other kind of scenario where I've come across uh, the need for re-estimates. And does it feel valid? Uh, no, not really. So, but it's happened and uh, that's that's my whole thing. Like even uh, be it within the teams or uh, like Andrew mentioned, if it's with your uh, stakeholders also, don't leave anything to interpretation. Whatever it is, just make sure that everyone's on the same page, get everything sorted and then you mm. go with your estimates. So that's uh, one way of minimizing this whole thing for re-estimates. If, if you're unsure about something at the time of inception or whenever you're doing these things, make sure you, you know have everything sorted out with the stakeholders, the clients, get some clarity, and then you scope out your, I mean, basically you come down to the breaking the epics and then getting it out in the form of stories. Yeah, because I mean, I suspect in the example that you were taking, um, I, I think, I suspect what might be happening is that there is this uh, implicit understanding that a two-pointer should take two days uh, and and then I'm a, I'm a pair in we are a pair in Gurgaon and we we get a, a story assigned and then we are thinking can we do this in two days uh, and if so then this estimate is correct if not then then we should change the estimate and uh, that doesn't and that is that seems to conflate these two things right how big is it and how fast are we going to go and so we might as well then if that is the mode in which we are operating then might as well be clear and then just start estimating in days right yeah. and why do this points mm -hmm. and and velocity and sizing and all that we might might as well just start saying okay this story is three days this story is four Again, and a half it, days when it's measured in days it comes down to the pair working on it yeah. are they experienced or are they new all of that uh, factors come in which is something which we need to actually keep out of all yeah, of this so exactly i mean day day based time based estimation is a big uh, i mean there are multiple different uh, issues uh, challenges for everyone involved yeah. for the project manager for the client for the uh, developers for everyone involved it doesn't help yeah, but yeah. but uh, we have to be clear that we could be using points but using it wrong and thus creating the same issues for everyone involved uh, as as if we were estimating in days i think if it's a common backlog then we need to come to the common consensus on what is small and what is medium and large and that's where again if we have small medium and large it's easy to come to somewhat similar understanding of what is small and what is our relative sizing Again, if we have numbers, then 
given that the two parts of the same team are not co-located you can have different understanding of the same estimates yeah. uh yeah the other thing that plays into that is uh, how coarse the definitions of these mm-hmm. sizes are and that's why i think uh, chirag was asking that question about whether a medium is a double of the small yeah so then it's easier to ask if it's double then it's medium otherwise yeah. if it's slightly bigger then just let it be small uh, the idea exactly. is to keep it as lightweight as possible yeah. and not spend too much brain cycle too many brain cycles in figuring out what the real size is true so, so one is the labels of whether you call it small or whether you call it one point that is one thing that psychologically could could yeah. help people or hurt people's chances of uh, you know not converting into days but uh, the other is the number of those options matter mm-hmm. so you could do small medium large extra large mm-hmm. extra extra large and you know and an extra small and now you have created enough options for there to be uh, a lot of uh, ammunition for uh, for time being wasted in debates mm-hmm. so so one is that and second is uh, yeah the the relation relativity between these sizes needs to be clear mm. and and big enough i mean you know they need to be different enough mm. so that it's easy to bucket them without much debate mm. i think uh, the velocities could be different though for if uh, for these two parts of the same team again uh, and the reasons could be anything that uh, if you are uh, if you're on site and if you have clients sitting right next to you you can probably get answers to uh, answers quickly uh, also if any integration work is involved and those other teams are also sitting right next to you you can go and talk to them uh, whereas offshore usually uh, the turnaround time could be slightly higher if there is a significant time difference yeah uh, but again in those cases i would say uh, maybe the velocities are different the estimates can still remain the same exactly unless it's a separate backlog for and these are actually two separate teams in that case yeah then they need don't need to bother on exactly. being on the same page about the estimates yeah. yeah and then the estimate itself can be different yeah but in in a case where the backlog is shared uh, and the velocity may st- may be different um um one is i wanted to point out that sometimes it could be that the offshore team is more productive and and has more velocity yes. because they are less interrupted by yes. random things that you know so it depends from environment to environment Absolutely. uh so so one is that uh but yeah so the two teams could have different velocities but it depends on the context again as to whether you want to uh, mm. uh measure their velocity separately or whether you just want to you don't care and you want to just measure the whole mm-hmm. team's uh, velocity and just track that it'll depend on how big or small exactly. the two teams are and and multiple factors yeah. in in determining it so it i'm just pointing out that it's just because you can measure it doesn't mean <laughs> that you should measure these two true, teams true because ultimately it is not two teams it's still the same team and it's still one project in that case if you have a common backlog yeah All right, cool. Mm, should we wrap up then? Mm, yeah. Uh, does feel like any other big point puzzle that that we should explore? Nope. I guess nope. that's it from my side. Okay. Cool. Should we wrap up by uh, by a quick uh, call out of one thing that hmm. uh, that will stay with you 
from this conversation one thing that you mm. has has re strengthened in your mind about estimates and velocity uh re estimate only when the scope has changed that would be one thing mm. for me uh for me it was yeah uh, if we had to choose between uh, keeping one constant uh, the estimates or the velocity then it would be the estimates and it's okay to play around with the velocity yeah for me uh that difference between how big is something versus how long is it going to take uh to do it is quite key uh for, for me connecting to gayatri's point uh if we clear that velocity is the one that should change then i feel like maybe we should start calling it with a different name call it estimated <laughs> velocity uh so that everyone's clear guess velocity or something yeah, estimated velocity would still feel like you're linking it to the estimates <laughs> yeah yeah no i think uh, the easier thing to do is to start calling story sizes story sizes instead of estimates right. and mm. and that way get away from that vocabulary mm. so velocity can still remain as is maybe but if we consciously start calling it sizes mm. it triggers different behaviors when you're actually trying to size stories mm. cool Thank you so much uh for joining in and thanks to our listeners for tuning in. Uh see you another time on another episode of Practicing XP. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks, bye.